For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Receive these words of life today, which have the capacity to change your life forever through the ministry of Pastor Prosper Etonam Dusi. Pastor Prosper Etonam Dusi is the lead pastor of Central Fellowship Ministries, a ministry headquartered in Ghana that is focused on the expansion of the Kingdom of Christ through the preaching of the Gospel. He also oversees and coordinates the Central Fellowship Theological College, a theological college that is focused on perfecting the saints through the accurate knowledge of Christ. Now, stay connected to this life-giving message from Pastor Prosper Etonam um, Good to see you. Praise God. We continue with our series as uh, I'm sure we're going to run up. Because next week, I want us to prepare for, start preparing for um, first, second, and third. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, I want you to pay close attention to what is going to be discussed. Praise God. So, we'll be looking at um, quite a number of things uh, in this series. Um, how to, how uh, making your relationships um, work, making your relationship work. And um, it started off from um, um, appreciating that indeed we are we are um, we are um, inadequate by default and only sufficient by association where two is better than one. But ultimately you have to decide uh, whether you want to get married or not. Nobody can force it on you. Um, when you get into that relationship, that union, you must understand that there are responsibilities, there are privileges, there are rights, and there are things that you should enjoy together. There are things that you ought to be doing one for another. There are services you have to render one to another. The most important people in the marriage are the, are the husband and the wife. Uh, we touch on all of that. And then, as a matter of choice, once again, you decide to give back to children. You have a responsibility over them to parent them, to nurture, to admonish, to correct, to instruct, to bring them up in the way of the Lord, in the way of the Lord, in the way of the Lord, in the way of the Lord. Of the Lord. That is the daunting task of parenting. Parenting does not end till you expire, till you fall out, till you die. You continue to exhort, you continue to admonish, you continue to correct. And that's our responsibility. Once you decide to want to give birth to children, it's not a luxury anymore. It's not fun anymore. Hallelujah. And we've looked at all of that. We've looked at when the two are together, what is the ultimate desire of the father for their life is that they will serve the Lord. Don't forget, it's not, it's not for self-engrandizement. You know, pastor, pastor, there's nothing like pastor. It's work. Is when the two will come together to push the kingdom agenda, push the frontiers of the kingdom. And that's the ultimate goal. Hallelujah. Because you should serve the Lord. You should serve the Lord. You should give yourselves the opportunity to serve the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we've looked at all of that. And, 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 and I, like I, I said in the edit, that this morning we want to look at uh, before you say I do. 
very, very important. So it's very important for the young people, those who want to enter into marriage. There are things that you should be looking out for. You don't just, you don't come and tell me. You don't tell anyone, your parents or your pastor. Pastor, right now, I just want anything. What will present to you will be dangerous. You can't decide in your mind if you just want anything. When you are, what am I to look forward to? What am I to look out for? How am I supposed to position myself? How am I supposed to prepare myself for marriage? So we're going to look at all of that very shortly as we begin to bring our series on making your relationship count or making it work. Hallelujah. Are you ready? Praise God. So we must understand that marriage has to do with responsibility. That's the first thing. Once you, you want to enter into marriage, know that I am entering responsibility. Or what I'm doing is that I am bringing responsibility on myself. No two ways about that. Marriage is, marriage is work. Marriage is serious work. Marriage is not a joke. It's not for boys and girls. The reason why the Bible will say, for this cause shall a man leave his father and mother. The man there is not, it's is, is, is intentional. It's for us to appreciate that it's not for boys and girls. Marriage is not for boys. You see people going to marry, you are, I mean, so I have to go to marry. Am I not a woman? You are not a girl. Am I not a man? If all men are married, me too, am I? You know, that's not the point. Hallelujah. So it's for men. Men and women who understand responsibility. Babies can't give birth to babies. It shows emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, financial responsibility. You didn't catch it. I said there's emotional trauma in it, so it must be emotionally ready. Spiritually ready. Financially ready. They will look after me. Who will look after me? <laughs> I want someone who can look after me. You, so, you know, by you, so what are you in the union? You are a taker, not a giver. <laughs> uh, I'm looking for a woman who can take care of me. Look at you. Look at you. Dufude. Dufude. I want a woman who is on her own, who can take care of me. Me. Mental toughness. Physical toughness. <laughs> So the responsibilities in marriage. So as you are preparing yourself, look at these four or five. Emotionally apt. There's some people who are just weaklings. You have to be emotionally tough. Where you have to handle multitask at the same time. You, you want to break down. Adjust yourself. Emotional, mental, fiscal, spiritual, financial, and many more. <laughs> Responsibility. And it's not just the man, but on both parties. It's not just on the man. Here, you have to be a man. You have to man up. You have to be a man and do all the bad. He'll die before his time. So let's look at what marriage is not. Because many of us have some misconceptions about marriage. Let's look at what marriage is not. By the time we are done with what marriage is not, we will understand what marriage is. Number one, marriage is... <laughs> okay, so what marriage is and what marriage is not. Is that not it? Marriage is a partnership. Physical, emotional, spiritual, life partners. You are partners. 
So it means that just by understanding that you are partners, you share. Any misconception that says that the woman should bring the good stuff home and if you know you are carrying baggage, leave it with your husband. It's, it's error. There's nothing like that. You are in to share. In to share. He says, there are theories that says that anything that comes to the man is for us. Anything that comes to the woman is for her. It's an error. Because you are in partnership. You are in partnership. <laughs> Am I clearing some, some silly stuffs? Are you in union? You have to serve each other. Anything that comes to the woman is for her. Anything that comes to the man is for us. What kind of, what kind of, what kind of <laughs> demonic statement is that? We are in union. We are in partnership. So as you are going into marriage, this one is targeted at those, of course, for those of us who are also in marriage, of course, our minds will continue to change anyway. Marriage is a journey. Hmm? Things will happen. Partners will change. You are liable to change. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. It's possible. This handsome man you are looking can't change. This beautiful lady can't change. It's a journey. It's not a destination. So continuous work. You are working at it day and night. It's a journey, not a destination. Which implies that you go through life with someone else. You are going to go through your life with someone else. You go together. As for me right now, I want to, I want to handle my life myself, myself and by myself and only by me. You are, you are, you are in trouble. Except you are not in marriage. <laughs> that's, the, that's the hard part of it. So once you are entering, if you are not ready, stay your somewhere. Do you understand the grammar? Stay your somewhere. Because if you have to do it God's way, he must be with you. She must be with you as you go together. I'm not here. That's what marriage is. Anything apart from that is not marriage. You must get to a point where you have to be on your own. In marriage, you are single in marriage. <laughs> Forget it. Marriage is a very long, someone say after me, say it's a very long journey. So you must be emotionally prepared for it. I can't take it anymore. I can't. It means that person was not prepared for something. The shock was just too much. I, I didn't look forward to this. You must be prepared for it. That's what I'm teaching. Prepare for the worst. Expect the best. You didn't catch it. Prepare for the worst. Expect the best. <laughs> At some point, you will get bored. Oh, yeah. You will get bored seeing one person the same way, the same time, almost every time. You will get bored. You will get tired of one another. And even be frustrated so what do you do? You get prepared for it. Get ready for it. And when you start discovering things about one another, even in marriage, you can even get easily tired. You know, the, the man you were, you were going to get married to, you never knew he snored. Only for you to, after, in Honimukwa, you didn't catch it because the, the blues, the blues were all over. 
<laughs> marriage blues. You, you, you thought you were still at the altar. <laughs> so now, when the blues escaped, because they will have to escape for you to see reality. All of us, I realized that anytime you sleep, you don't sleep because the snow is like, is like a monetary. <laughs> the snoring of your husband has become a monetary agent. <laughs> You can easily get time. What is this? So am I going to am I going to stay? You will get used to it. Just get ready for it. You will get used to it. In fact, there's no that never kept you asleep in the first year, but the tenth year you get used to it. In fact, if you're not too careful, you will join him. We call that marital adjustment. Else, if you don't snore, you will not have your peace. So you to buy force. You have to snore. Oh, you are still not in the house. <laughs> Marital adjustment. You get ready for it, and many other things that you discover. But one another, you enjoy it. Wow! I mean, you should sit down one day and say, "What a package!" Cause <laughs> for a lot of emotional trauma. So you must get ready for it. Those who don't know this will fight unnecessarily. Because they've not been taught anything. A top marriage is a bed of roses. It is not. So you get tired. It's okay. You'll get bored. It's okay. It's all part of it. You're going to spend the rest of your life with this man. The rest of your life with this woman. It's obvious. It's okay. But you get ready for it and start working at it. Hallelujah. Marriage is not to solve your loneliness. Mm-mm. So have a relationship with God. Huh. Marriage will not solve. I thought you, you promised me that you're going to spend the rest of your life with me. So I should sit with you, sit by you. Let me let me let me say this. It's hard, but it's true. It's only lazy men who will sit by you 24 hours, 7 days. Because there's nothing to do. Come on, I will not shout it. <clears throat> so have a relationship with God. That is why marriage should not mess your relationship with God. At all. You should have it, keep it in marriage, and continue to have it. Have it before you get married. Keep it in marriage because you need it. <laughs> that will be your sole support. That will be your exact help. If you lose that, you've lost everything in the marriage. When the storms come, you can't handle it. So you have to keep your relationship intact because marriage will not solve you. You only have to get married and realize that you are still alone. Is nowhere to be found. She's nowhere to be found. They all become rats. Shoop, 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 shoop. <laughs> you need God. Else you begin, your mind will begin to travel rough, rough. Have a career. So what's the solution? We are finding solutions at the same time. Make sure your relationship with God is intact. Have a career. Have something to do. Have something to do. Why are you not with me? Are you busy? If I'm busy and you're busy, we will not, we will not feel it. Have a career. I didn't say have an employment. I said have a career. Have something you are you 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 are doing. Have something you are doing. 
if you are lazy in marriage, it's it's it solves a major problem. Have something. So before you enter, you must have something. What are you doing? Are you are you a caterer? I'm not saying obviously. Just what what are you doing? Something should occupy your time. Even if it's not eight to five, at least some time, considerable amount of time. Else your mind will be wandering. Mm, I thought I I didn't I didn't ask for this. You don't it's because you don't know. Am, am I preaching? Have something to do with your life. <laughs> Have something to do with your life. Now, marriage, another one. Marriage is commitment and a learning process. I mean, for those who are 50 years in marriage, 60 years in marriage, they are still learning something. It is an ever, it's an unending learning process. They're still learning. They're still learning. They're still learning. And involves commitment. Commitment to your husband. Commitment to your wife. That's, that's it. I am committed to you. You are committed to me. And that is why in marriage you must make sure you don't break each other's heart. Because it will mess up the commitment. And anytime you are in marriage and your commitment and your allegiance is to someone else, you are not in marriage. You've lost, you've broken the union. And so what do we do? Make sure you don't break my heart. And let me also make sure I don't break your heart. There are things that will air, you know, along the way. But to decide to deliberately break my heart, I've broken the chain. Are we here this morning? Don't break your wife's heart. Hmm? Don't break your husband's heart. Because marriage is commitment. <laughs> Be ready to go through it. Be ready to go through it. How can I be with one? How can I be with one single person like this? And like this all my life. Why? And we have a lot of people around. If I have one farm, I can have gardens. <laughs> your problem is not the garden. Your problem is your inability to commit. Because you only have to find one garden and realize that that garden is not enough. Other gardens, other gardens, other gardens. Gardens as much as your foolishness will take you gardens. And by the time you are done, the gardens will bury you. That's why you will be buried in the gardens. It's your inability to commit. That's the problem. It's not the gardens. Allow the gardens to be. They are not yours. What is yours is who you have committed yourself to. Are you catching it? Another thing. The focus of your marriage should be to model Christ. The focus of your marriage should be to model Christ. Christ will become or is our perfect example. So the union between Christ and his church is what we are modeling to now exhibit in our marriage. The union between man and woman. That's how you see it. So upon the decision to get married, here are the following considerations that we'll have to pay attention to. So this is marriage and this is not marriage. So are, are, are we catching it? 
that marriage is clear. We know what marriage is and what marriage is not. Now, there is partnership first and then service. Partnership first, then service. Then you ask the question, who am I going to serve? I'm going to partner someone. I'm going to serve someone. The intelligent question to ask is, who am I going to serve? Because I should have the ability to partner the person and I should also understand, I should also have that ability to serve the person. So if you can't partner the person, you can't serve the person, why do you want to put yourself into marriage? So, the next intelligent question is, who am I going to serve? Because in the partnership, there is service. Can I serve this person? So, let's go a few things that we have to look at. Who am I going to serve is a good question to ask. The choice of a partner. The choice of a partner. The choice of a partner. Every young person should understand this. For those of us who are already married, you are locked in the beauty of his holiness. Even if you don't say amen, I'll say it for you. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Can we come better? Yes, we can become better. But you don't have the opportunity to reset. To go look for another. (laughs) You don't have that luxury. I don't have it. You equally don't have it. Except the person is dead. Then now you are free to go look for another. That is also your choice. You can choose not to. Somebody was asking me some time ago. I said, ah, but this brother that we know, uh, he's got like five children and a wife passed away. I said, if I, if I were to be in that guy's shoe, why would I go and worry myself to go get married again? I have five children. Five children. I have a girl and four boys. Can't they become my mind? <laughs> I have too much baggage to go look for another. That's some things. It's just share wisdom more. Hmm. I can't say the Lord has made it simple for you. I can't say that one. Because <laughs> somebody's daughter too is dead. So the first, um, so in choosing a partner, you must understand that marriage is meant to give you happiness. Marriage is not to be, don't just also say it flippantly. And say that I'm supposed to enjoy marriage. Because this is not always the case. Endurance, enjoyment of marriage is real. If I'm going to commit to someone, it means that it will get to a point I'll have to endure the person. So, and as much as we say enjoy marriage, marriage is not a bed of roses. There is some level of endurance because anytime commitment is mentioned, there's endurance in it. There's an intrinsic endurance, intrinsic endurance in commitment because you are sold out. Are you following? So it doesn't always happen that marriage will be a bed of roses. No. So the first thing to note is that you are to choose your partner. You are to choose it. As I was sitting at my somewhere and then they came to marry me. Your choice, your, your, your saying yes is your agreement to that. It's a choice. Don't let anybody impose anything on you. Ah. 
and then for men to go for this course and say, I mean, I didn't know what I was choosing. Ah! It must be your choice. Because after we have tied the two of you, we will push the two of you to go. You are the person going to stay in the marriage. She's the person going to stay in the marriage. And you are saying you have no choice. You do. We can only guide you. But the ultimate choice must be yours. Otherwise, you come and blame me tomorrow. I did for you. I should not do for you. You should do for yourself. The only thing I can do is to guide you. And that's what we are doing. Are we not doing that now? <laughs> yeah. So the ultimate decision should be yours. That's why you have to choose carefully. Even though it is your choice, and your choices are equally influenced, don't forget. Your choices are informed by the kind of school you went to. I've told people, look, when you leave one level bracket to another, your horizon changes. Don't tell me it's all going to be like this. No. There are some institutions you get to, your horizon will change. Where you haven't worked in your, the school you went to, your horizon. So if you decided to go to Fanchinico LA, that's your level. Oh, you're not here. And if you also came to my school, that's your level. Yeah, because we are all people of influence. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. There are some people who left our communities, went to secondary school. When they came back, and the way they were walking, it's as if all the ladies in the school had a certain walk. Hey! Yeah! Hey, when they are speaking to you, it's as if they've been to United Kingdom. And the thing is that they just went to Cape Coast. I'm telling you. And Cape Coast weather too is nice. So when they come back, like you see them sunshine. Yeah. But for those of you who stayed in the north, you see that thing. So, wherever you find yourself, you will be influenced. So, give yourself opportunity. Give yourself opportunity to be better. Make sure you enter the right circles because you will equally be influenced. The dress I'm wearing today, I must have seen it with someone. I seen it on someone and it looks nice. Let me also saw some. You are all influ- you are all influenced by the people we see, the circles we grow in. Are we following here? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> what it, what it means is that even though it is your choice and your choices are equally influenced by the, uh, uh, your choices are influenced. Choices are informed by the kind of school you went to, where you work, your environment, your sphere of influence. You're always influenced. You're always influenced. You're always influenced. I remember in school, um, some of our guys, you know, some our seniors were seeing that you know, in, 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 in University of uh, Commonwealth. They were saying that, that's what I mean, I don't know, Mary, after they have wasted all the girls on campus, they said because the same girls they were sleeping with on campus are the same girls they are going to meet in the office. So they said they will not marry them because they've wasted them. So they'll go to the village and go and marry. <laughs> now you have seen that all the girls who have been to university, which is not true because that would be fallacy of generalization. Uh, somebody has slept with them. It's not true. Because you have slept with two. So you think everybody is being slept, uh, being, uh, is sleeping around. So he said, we will not marry. We will go to the village. All those people discussing that are being influenced by this foolish thought. <laughs> the circles you find yourself being influenced. Why will you choose that kind of man? Influence. 
Why will you choose that kind of woman? Influence. So, what we are going to do now is to look at the major things to look at so that once these things are in your mind, whether there is influence around or not, you have a better informed position now to make a choice. Are you following? It will be by the word of God. So it doesn't matter whether you find yourself at Fontenico, you find yourself in Tamar, you find yourself in the north, you find yourself in America or not. And as much as you be influenced, there are major things to look at in choosing your partner who will be with you till the very end of your life. It's marriage, choosing a partner is the most important because marriage can make or make you. Choosing a, we call it a life partner, is the most important decision you can ever make. So you don't rush to choose. You don't rush. Don't rush to choose. Don't tell me my time is over. I have to do this quickly. It is the most important. And what is even more dangerous or, or can hit you is that after you have chosen, that you now look, you are now seeing better choices than the one you chose. It's natural. So take your time and choose the best for yourself. Are you here? <laughs> so don't use your current status to make permanent decisions. Don't use your temporary status because you are unemployed. So you chose someone in your, in your unemployment circle. Only for the next year to be employed, you realize that I made a wrong choice. Think about it. You, you feel sorry for yourself the rest of your life. <laughs> That's why you realize that all the toffees the man was buying for you, they were cheap. Now, I, I don't buy toffees. I buy chocolate. Chocolate. So don't use your current status I'm taking toughest. Am I speaking to young people? Let me come this way. Current status, I'm taking toffee. Then one toffee, one press. One toffee, one press. <laughs> Only for you to step out of this foolishness and realize that, ah, I've given myself away. <laughs> I can buy chocolate and chocolate without pressing. Are you following? <clears throat> oh, Jesus. One toffee, one press. One toffee, one press. Toffee, one press. Sorry, when is Valentine? That one is press, 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 press. Hey! Hmm. Hallelujah. Are you still in the house? <laughs> so ask yourself, why am I thinking like this? Therefore, in choosing a partner, there are critical considerations such as number one, check his or her spiritual growth. You are a lady. You are a woman. You are a woman. A young lady. Young woman. Young man in Christ. And all your choices is all physical. It's all canal. You will suffer. You will struggle. Two walking or working together brings companionship. It brings friendship. It brings influence. Two working together and walking. Look at Amos 3 where it says, can two walk together except they be agreed? That's Bible. 
That's Bible. That's Bible. With all the teachings you're receiving in CFM, you cannot go and make any silly decision. It, it will impact the rest of your worship, the rest of your life. So, going into a relationship with an unbeliever is not the way. That's the first, that one is a no, no, no. And that's what we began with. Going into a relationship with an unbeliever. Someone who does not share your faith. Praise God. It's a no, no. Hmm. It's a no, no. 2 Corinthians 16. Quick reading, please. Second Corinthians 16. Oh, what am I reading here? Sorry. Just a minute, though. Six. <clears throat> Six, 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 Second Corinthians six, fourteen to sixteen. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? Light with darkness. So we have children of light and children of darkness. That's it. It's so clear. Oh, Pastor is working at World Bank. World what? World what? Eh? So you are banking your destiny. <laughs> he will bank your destiny. <laughs> eh, Pastor, eh, Pastor is very influential. He's a big man in society. What? A woman of God. Be not. Be not. Be not. I hear by my name, person, person, good, it's you, so grab, oh, this one is all equally yoked. And what concord hath Christ with Belial? And what part hath he that believeth with, with an infidel? What, what's the agreement here? And what is agreement? And what agreement had the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them. And I'll be their God and they shall be my people. Hallelujah. First Corinthians 7. Let's look at First Corinthians 7. So there's no agreement. There's no agreement. There's no agreement. There's no agreement. First Corinthians 7. It's 39. First Corinthians 7, 39. The wife is bound by law. No, it means no. Look at it. Verse 3. Verse 3. Where it says, And let the husband render unto the wife due benevolence. And likewise also the wife unto the husband. Why? They are in union. They are in partnership. Now, how do I render to you if we are not thinking the same way? I should, I, I, will, I will be able to render to you because we are thinking alike. Because there can be a situation where my rendering may not be your rendering. It's, do you understand? So it's like minds who should go together so that in rendering one to another, we can, we can do that on a common platform of understanding. If this one thinks like this, this one thinks like this, 
I mean, can you imagine how that can be? If you marry a non-believer, he, ha- he does not understand any of the tenets of your faith. So rendering to you, you will be short what the rendering will be. Hmm. Are we here? So it is clear that marriage, even though it is your choice, your faith shows who you should marry. Your faith, your Christian faith will, will show you who you should marry. Are we here? So within the faith, you must also observe. Now, two of us are in the same faith. In the same faith, pay attention. You must also observe his or her conduct. So, one of the things we are doing here is to open the eyes of the young men in the church. Open the eyes of the young women in the church. So, if you are here, as I'm teaching this, you have to be careful. Because people are looking at you, especially if you're a young person who is unmarried. Don't forget that people are looking at you. And they are going to assess you on the basis of what I'm teaching now. Don't be silly. Are you following? Yeah. So, when we are in the same faith, one of the things I should look at is, how does he conduct himself? How does she conduct himself? <laughs> is he or she a godly influence? Will this person make you grow? Will this person make you have appetite for the things of God? Is that the one we take you to Bojo Beach? Beach. Sakubono Beach. All you know is beach. All your outings are beach, beach, beach. Wait till you are swallowed by the whale. Wait. Can you spend your holidays in the room praying small? Will this guy do that? Will he take me for Christian programs? Or all you know is from one cinema to another <laughs> nightclub to check it. Will he make you drive? Will, will he push you closer to God? Because you are going to be in union. What you don't like is what your husband is going to do against you. So you should better be careful who you are getting as a husband and who you are getting as a wife. Because your wife will influence your husband. The things that you, you thought you never liked, by the time you realize you are liking them. And as you are liking them, you are losing God. <laughs> that's the beauty of marriage so if you don't like you don't like don't tell me I'll change him who you've never even changed yourself it's a mistake some people do so I'll change the man I, pastor I have that ca- change yourself change your mind because you cannot change him forget it For, in fact you can even kill yourself you will not change she will not change. So rather change your mind on that person. You are safe. Will this person drive you closer to God? We are talking about godly influence. When he's buying you stuffs, have you ever checked the components of the things he buys you? Have you ever seen any godly material in it? Or it's all about... I was about to say something. What kind of gifts do you buy? Shh! As a pastor for me, I like pen and pencil. (laughs) 
Oh, write it, write it, write it on the tablets of my heart. Stop the nonsense, oh. <laughs> All the kind of things we say in courtship. Hey! It's like heaven on earth. But check the content, check the detail. What does it buy you? Handkerchief, yes? And what? <laughs> and be careful when he always buys you bra. Bra. <laughs> Because whatever he buys, he will try to take it off. <laughs> you are not here. You are all spiritual. Okay. Those are the content. He's never bought you any Bible. He said, no, lady, please update your Bible. Please update your Bible. None. Ah, where do you meet? Where do you go? Check the influence. What, what kind of programs does he invite you to? Is it a prayer program? Is it a fellowship? Is something, something, because the platform you met eh, is the same platform in this graduated form, is where you're going to stay. Uh-uh. The same gospel in which you believed is the same gospel in which you grow. Obana, <laughs> I was not shocked with. I don't want to give personal experience because it will water down this thing. Where do you go to? Bujo Beach, Bacha Beach, Papa Beach, Papa Beach, Pizza Beach. All you eat is pizza, 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 no prayer. You go. The pizza will go with the flashing. What are you looking for? Why are you choosing him? Why are you choosing her? If you should take this, your marriage will be better than all of us. Especially for those who are into marriage. There are some choices you have to go and throw away, put in some baller somewhere, and start seeking the face of the Lord. Because they are there. The men are there. I'm telling you. The ladies are there. Choose what will help you tomorrow. It's not what people are saying is nice. What will help you as a woman of God, as a man of God? There are some choices that are dangerous. His conduct. How is it going to influence me? What is his or her response to instructions and authority? Important though. How does he take instructions? You've been to this guy's house and anytime you see him, you see him as bravado. Why? Because when they are, when the Father is throwing things at him. He rebats back. When the mother is throwing his instruction, he rebats back. He says, hey, this guy, hey. this is the kind of man I like. And that's the kind of man who makes sure your eardrums. Your eardrums will be left at Kolebu. You're not seeing it. You're not seeing it. You know, how does he relate with his parents? How does he relate with his pastor? You are, you are not careful. How does he relate with people in authority? What does he say with his mouth about people in authority? You are not watching. And then he be with you. You are just going. I like him. I like him. I like him. And then what dream is If I finish dealing with you here, your mind will change on that one. How does he relate? How does he relate? How does he relate? 
Why does he relate with people? First Corinthians 15:33. Are we following here? Marriage is crucial, it's important. You are going to spend the rest of your life with this person. And yet, Fediagro. 1533. And these are the things you should also go and teach others. If you can't teach your friends, parents, teach your children, teach, teach your protégés, teach the people who are dependent on you. This world will become better. There are some people who should be left unmarried. And that's getting them wives or husbands. Because we are only, we are only bringing trouble into this world. They are better off being single. Don't pity them. They will serve God better. If you go and pair them, you are bringing trouble to the world. Am I preaching here? 1533. Be not deceived. Evil communication corrupts good manners. You are going to stay with the person. By the time you realize you are becoming stingy. By the time you realize you are not appreciating the things of God anymore. By the time you realize you have become so canal. And you see, the thing is that you are going to influence one another. That's the difficult part of it. And that's all I'm telling you. In the first instance, you think you know, it will come to a point where you are so constrained that for you to keep your marriage, you have to agree with him. You have to agree with him. What will you do? When you bring it to me, I'll tell you, follow him. Why? Because for the sanctity of the marriage. So for those of us who are yet to enter, we are better off. Understanding some of these things. Second Thessalonians. Chapter 3, verse 6. Now we command you, the brethren, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye withdraw yourselves from every brother that walketh disorderly. Don't tell me the near day. Any brother who walks disorderly, withdraw yourself. It's the command of God. Withdraw yourself. Sometimes I don't know. It's a narrative in the world. I'm sure it will not work in the church. Men or ladies like, like disorderly guys. It's only an axiom in the world. It should not happen in the church. It should not happen in the church. As a man, a man, a man, Hey. Ah. Your ruling nature is not in the church. It's an axiom in the world. I know it's only in the church. It's only in the world, not in the church. The word says, move away, withdraw yourself from brothers who are disorderly. And not after tradition, after the tradition which he received of us. Pull yourself away. Pull yourself away. It's only brothers, so it's also sisters who are ruling. So don't lie to yourself because you're in the same church. Don't lie to yourself because we are in the same Christian faith. Don't lie to yourself. Go beyond that and check one another. Check yourselves out. That's the way to check yourself out. Hebrews 13, 7. Let's do verse 7. 
For yourselves you know, for yourselves know how you ought to follow us. For we, we behaved not ourselves disorderly among you. So you have examples. You have examples. That is why you see in the, in Christianity, eh, examples are important. That is why those of us in leadership, we should not, we, why? Because there are other people who are looking at us. And it's good we have examples. I should be able to look at people and say, hey, I, I should be able to tell my wife, have you seen this marriage? This is how we want our marriage to be. There should be people who should be looking at that. I want my marriage to be. It's good. Because in, in Christianity, in the church, we should have like, people we can look up to. It's the will of God. So we can also not behave anyhow and anyway. Because we know people are looking at us. Are we here? It should be the desire of every believer. That is why examples are important in the Christian faith. We should be able to use you as an example. It's important. It's important. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care what I talk. I don't care. I don't care. I'm living my life. No! You should care. Because your life is connected to many other lives. You have no idea. And so when you become a bad topos, we call it topos. Topos is pattern. It's dangerous for the kingdom. Because people will look at you and be doing the same. And being silly and being foolish and be doing things. Hebrews 13. Let me do 14 first. 14 of 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. Let's do 14. And if any man obey not our word by, the, by this epistle, not that man if any woman obey not our epistle, not that woman. So you are careful. How do they take instructions? How do they take instructions and how do they see authority? Supernatural spiritual authority. Oh, forget, forget. Ah, pastors. Ah, ah. We are dealing with a case some time ago. Then, I'm sure we're not too, uh, we're not gotten into some of these things yet. And so, after dealing with the case, then the, the ladies, the, the guy told the lady, what is, what is this? What is this? Do you even know what, do you even know what Pazaduzi, Pazaduzi does in the house? <laughs> I've told her there's a way you can present me as a competition to your husband or your wife. It's dangerous. Hey, do you know what Pazaduzi does in the house? Me, me, this passes, me, this passes. <laughs> hey, this passes. I mean, I know this pastor. I know this pastor. What do you know? You don't even know your church. Do you even know the body of Christ? What do, what do you know? And they take authority. And if you like your pastor, go and marry your pastor. Go and marry your pastor. Go and, go and marry him. I'll come for the wedding. <laughs> if no hurt is, eh? You'll be shocked. And there are some that will not take serious because they are not even in our church. Go and marry the Go and marry him. Go and marry him. Hey, go and, I said, go, go, go. I'll come for the wedding. I'll come. That is what you have married, though. <laughs> you can check it. How they take instructions now. As you are courting, courting, courting. You are checking it. You're, who's your pastor? Oh, my pastor. Oh, really? What, what does he say? What does he teach? You can glean. You're a smart woman. You're a smart man. You can glean. 
Oh, pastor, pastors there. Nowadays, they are all like that. That should make you, you don't wear your slippers, so carry your slippers. And run for your life. Shit. Sure. Well, the pastor said, they are all the same, but you don't worry. Right. Let's talk about that. I should not talk about your pastor. Talk about us. I am checking you out. When you meet, what do you talk about? The latest movie. Let's talk about our aspirations. Our aspirations should be premised on something. Can two work together? Except they be agreed. It's not just aspirations. It's not building castles in there. Else one will build, the other will break down. Am I teaching this morning? Hebrews 13, 17. Let's talk about aspirations. Let's talk about, what aspirations? What aspirations? It is those two people who are, who are in agreement who can build the whole world together. If we are, we are checking ourselves out to see whether we are on the same platform. Because it is in that agreement that things become possible. Are we learning something? Oh, don't be in a rush. Oh, look out. As you're in the schools, you're checking out. As your horizon is changing, you're looking out. Because to choose say yes to that man and to say yes to that woman, it can be signing your death warrant. Hmm. Hebrews 13, 17. Obey them that have rule over you. So for your guy to say, ask for pastors, they are all the same. I, for your lady to say, ask for pastors, they are all the same. Obey them, oh. Obey them. That have rule over you. And submit yourselves. For they watch for your souls. And they that must give account. That they may do it with joy. There are some people, look. In fact, to the point that you should be able, be able to glean from his pastor or her pastor. Who he is, who she is. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I don't know him. I don't know him. Eh? So I'm going to marry a man that the pastor does not even know. It tells you how often he comes to church. It tells you how engrossed he is in the things of God. Because where do we serve if not the local assembly? How do we do the work of God if not in the local assembly? How do we worship God if not in the local assembly? In our service. Yeah. That is why you are going to choose wisely. I pray that every young man here, every young man here will not make a foolish choice. If that is also your prayer, shout amen. If that is a prayer of a mother and a father here, shout amen. amen. You, 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 you will torment yourself for nothing for life. Ah! As a bear man, bear man, or, or, bear man or futile in what? Will futile he has idea. I know men who have ideas. In fact, if we were to even sell a, they'll sell it, but now they are in the grave. Why the boss like that? Ideas. So, hey, he can turn things around. He's only a maverick. He didn't catch that one. <laughs> you are not company. <laughs> you are not company. One who does not obey and submit to authority. Neither should such be considered as a marital choice. Don't run for your life. Run for your life. So you are checking how we commit. How he commits. How she commits. We've done something once, twice. The third one, he begins to shake. He begins to shake. She begins to shake. 
I'll say, oh, let's leave this, let's do another. That's how your life is going to be. You can never finish anything. You can never start something and finish. Whatever you see in courtship is, is the pronounced form you're going to see in your marriage. The magnified form. Because this one, you only see yourself, I mean, you, you don't see yourself often. And that is why any time you want to meet, it should be quality time spent. Not on frivolity. You are checking yourselves out. Is he the one? Is she? <laughs> Is he the one? Is she the one? Don't, don't, don't be, don't, don't be, don't be, don't, don't be, don't be, don't be, how do you call it? Uh, don't be drawn in, in that your love, what you're calling love. Because that one, many a time, is not love, it's infatuation. What? The, the, and in fact, it's not that, even if it's not infatuation, it's like, it's more of like than love. When you see each other, something you've, it's something you've seen about the person. So it's more of like than love. When we, when we see ourselves, it, it, it's like it butterflies all over the place. It's like, when, it, it's like you are, sometimes like, the kind of things you say, you realize that they are silly, but you are saying them nicely. That one is not love. It's like. Ew. <laughs> it's something about the person that is attracting you to him or her. But beyond that, are these important things? Okay. Huh. One does not obey and submit. It's a runaway point. Run for your life. He will mess you up. He will mess that is where you can enter marriage and your husband can have, can have a demonstration in the house. Your wife can cause a demonstration in the house. I have a friend. <laughs> they got married beautifully. I well enjoyed their marriage. Because a lady was working at a very... Those are the things we look at. Is that a, why is she working? She's, uh, let me just call Amy. She's working at uh, Bank of Ghana. In Bank of Ghana. And where's the guy working? He's working at a uh, um, Ghana Commercial Bank. He's at their head office. So they are all banky banky, isn't it? So they are banking. And they'll bank. Hmm. Oh my God. Then, then, oh, there was this time marriage. Then anytime there is confusion, every property that they bought in the hall will have to go to the, to the baller. The lady can get angry and you know heaven has touched earth. Let me even put it better. The hells have come up. She would destroy, uh, what do you call that? Blast, what, what's that? Uh, flash screen, 50, 70 inch. Nine, she will scatter. Scatter anything that is scatterable to, to, to show her wrath and indignation. Yeah. I said, oh, bro, how are you handling? I said, I've, 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 forgot, I've forgotten her. I said, you can't forget. You are, you are seeing her. I tell me you are forgotten her. Someone you, you sleep on the same bed with. You better start doing something. Start praying. Ha! Anytime she gets angry, you will know. You will know that somebody's angry. I said, how did you meet? Hey, whoa. Where did you meet? Because if we were to meet in the farm, you know, cutlass can do. 
check out anything. This guy is cool, but the wife is beautifully, beautifully hot. She's beautifully hot. Those are the things you want. That's not what I want for you. Scatter everything. He's bought and bought and bought. Now, he has nothing in the hall because he's waiting for the next anger. He's expecting the next anger. So he's not bought anything again. So, so I'm not watching TV. I watch it on my phone. I have tablets. I have all those. When I get to the office, I'll get news. Yeah, because anytime I buy and I don't say something right and anger erupts, it's like volcano. They will, the same way, the man too, anger erupts, volcano, not on things or on you. You are in courtship and the guy says, if you don't speak well, I'll slap you and you are still there. You are in courtship. You are not married though. So you, there are some things you say. I don't like it. Too. You are pushing you. And you are still there. You must be an ignoramus. Born on, on the, on, 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 on the, on the, on, on. you are dumped at the, you are, you are born at the dump site. You, you are not married though. So don't touch this thing. I bet you. I, you see, there are some things you do eh? And yet all you see is that because, because he's good looking, because people like him, and yet he will visit, he will visit the third and the fourth generations <laughs> on you. And you are still there. You are not, you are, you are not paying attention. Hmm. The role of the wife and husband is critical. Look at a beautiful example we see of a godly spiritual woman, Rebecca and Isaac. Rebecca was so spiritual that she saw even the kind of children she would give her to. She heard the voice of the Lord. She saw. Those are the kind of women you are looking forward to, to marry. Women who can see you. Who can hear God you. So if you are not hearing God, start hearing God. Because the young men who are coming will look for that. And if you are a man, you should see, you should hear God. Eh? Why are you making this Bible, Bible? But why should I make Bible? Why shouldn't marriage be Bible? Why shouldn't marriage be Bible? Eh, that's why I don't like Christian marriage. That's why I don't... A lady once, that's why I, mean, I don't like it. That's why I will never marry a pastor. I, those kind of things, this guy, hey, well, you are better off marrying a pastor. <laughs> of course, pastors also have their own weaknesses. Because see, pastors can cover up. You know why? <laughs> they are the ones teaching. They are the ones, so if you are not too careful, they'll do all the wrong things and cover with, with scripture. And cover with scripture. That's also evil. Pastors who like covering with scripture. You are doing the wrong thing. Shut up and say, I'm sorry. But we will cut 20 quotations to make you look foolish. You are equally foolish. Pastors, marrying a pastor is an interesting thing for another day. <laughs> hey, whoa. There's no chilling in that one. <laughs> chilling is fasting and prayer. Um, observe Rebecca and Isaac. Rebecca Isaac was Genesis 25. 
Genesis 25. Genesis 25. Look at verse 22. Genesis 25, 22. Don't go make some error. Don't go make silly mistakes. I beg you. Oh, my time is up. Wow. Let me close here. Let me close here. Wow. Hmm. How I wish I could continue this in the second service. It's, it's okay. We can continue this in second service. Yeah, so we can close. Because next week we have to prepare for Believer's Convention. Hmm. So please don't go. <laughs> eh, these are tools for life. Hmm. 22. And the children struggled together within her. And she said, If it be so, why am I thus? And she went to inquire of the Lord. She went to inquire of the Lord. And the Lord said to her, this is a woman who can speak to God and God can speak to her. Wow! How will you walk in darkness? Before the devil thinks, she has thought, you are not here. Yeah! This is a woman when you are speaking spiritual things, she's lost. It's only when you are talking canal things that she can find a space around you. You are in trouble. It's only it's not the kind of man when you are speaking spiritual things, fasting, prayer, study of the leave that one. I didn't marry you for that. Ever! What did you marry me for? You know, checking it out on the <laughs> when you are saying those things, he's lost. Except you are talking about canal things, canal things. Then now you see that he's enjoying the conversation. Recipe for disaster. Run for your life. Go look for another. Shit. It's only when you are talking about first degree, second degree, <laughs> third degree. Then, then, yeah. Come on, now, now I can relate with you. Oh, yeah, I talk about uh, America and Afghanistan. <laughs> and Saudi Arabia. Hey! The oil. The oil. I cannot. I'm in trouble. Run for your life. Sha. She had God. She knew God. She can hear, speak face to face. It was not only Isaac. Mm-mm. It was not only the son of Abraham. But this woman can hear God. So what is happening with me? I see struggle in my stomach. Say, oh, two nations are you. From that time, she knew that the older will serve the younger. It was already registered with her before Isaac could even see. Why will Isaac go bless Esau? Because he did not hear. You are not catching it. He did not hear. And that's at the time he was going to bless Esau over Jacob. Is that not it? Esau over Jacob, Rebecca had already been told that Jacob is the one you should bless. So what did she do? She also went to now truncate the, the process in the flesh. So she went to truncate the process in the flesh. But if she had allowed it, God in his own wisdom would have done it by himself. Are you following here? 
Genesis 27. She knew Isaac was going to bless Esau. She knew it. She knew it. She knew it. She knew it. The first thing is that she saw the vision in Genesis 25. And then Esau now despised. Esau was just agreeing with the vision. Despised the firstborn. Uh, what do you call it? The, the birthright. Despised it. And so by 27. Oh, Rebecca knew it was Jacob, not Esau. She was spiritually aware of what was happening, even though you know that she truncated it in the flesh. Now, your father is going to bless your, your brother. Go, go prepare some venison. Let me show you what he likes. Esau was, was in a bush. She truncated it with her own flesh, but that was wrong. But God in his own wisdom was going to turn it anyway. So, you must intentionally choose a spiritual spouse. You must intentionally choose a spiritual spouse if you want your longevity. If you want to stay in the faith. If you want to grow in the faith. Choose a spiritual spouse. It's not the spouse that will take you out of church. It's not a woman who will take you from your local assembly. You have lost destiny. Why were you not bad if you are sorry? We are serious, but are you serious? And, 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 and even with ladies, it's different. And because the ladies, they, they can give an excuse that I, you be worrying me. And that one can permit you. Because you made your own choice. Because I've told you to choose right. You went to make a choice. Now the man has come for you. We can't fight that one. But for a man, for this cause shall a man leave his father and mother. Then a woman will steal your heart for you to leave your local assembly. Are you not sick in your head? The one you have, you have gone for is taking you away. It means you yourself, you didn't know what you were doing. Are you here? Or a woman will steal your heart from the faith. From the faith. Go marry a spiritual woman. Go marry a man, a spiritual man. You are better off. I didn't say church out. I didn't say church goer. Marry a spiritual man. Marry a spiritual woman. Let me close because I'll continue in second service. This is important. Especially for those of us who are young and entering my nonsense. You always looking to the outside. Looking to the outside. Didn't, didn't Jacob himself also do that? Looking to the outside. Looking to, and yet it was Leah whose eyes were like this. Who gave birth to Judah? Who gave birth to Levi? You are not catching it. Her eyes were twisted. When she was walking, she was walking wobbly. You are not here. What are you looking at? What? Why are you choosing what you are choosing? I am giving you things you should look at. Choose a spiritual man. I'm ending here. Choose a spiritual woman. Now, those of us who are already in marriage, we must try to now inch up to this. Make the spiritual man you want to see. Make the spiritual woman you want to see. Because this union is of God. God wants it. Don't forget, the ultimate purpose is that the two of you will serve God. That is why I've asked you to invite all others to come here and listen for themselves. Don't go home and say, do you know what Pastor Dusi preaches? will tell you, get out, I don't want to hear any Pastor what to do because you are going to not pitch me as a competition to them. Bring them here. Bring them here. Let them come and hear it for themselves. Because it's knowledge now. What do I have to do? 
They have done all the wrong choices. It has no work. Thank God some of them have not even married yet. So what do you do? Now let's go according as God wants us to do. You are better off. You are better off marrying at 50 and enjoying the rest of your life than marrying at 20 and enduring the rest of your life. Which one do you like? You, are, you didn't catch that one. That's I'm closing. I said you are better off married, marrying the right partner at the age of 50 and enjoying the rest of your life because you enjoy in good health and prosperity than marrying at the age of 20 and enduring the rest of your life. Go and ask your parents and your grandparents. Let's be on our feet. Let's thank God. Let's thank God for the word. Let's thank God for the word. Let's thank God for the word. As we receive counsel and instruction, as we receive capacity to go do,